Hello there, news for morons. Wednesday the 8th of March, I presume. 2023, I'm Raymond Dare. Now that's the cue for a lot of people. They've told me, well, as soon as they hear news for morons, they switch off, that they turn it off, they've done the listen, they've got my numbers up, and that's it. Cheers for the favour, lads. I know they won't be listening to this now. But, uh yeah, look, people love to tell you how shit you're doing, don't they? They love it when you're down and out, don't they? They love to stamp on the back of your neck, don't they? And rub your face in the mud. Yeah? <laughs> Some people do. You know what, there's an old saying, isn't that? I want my friends to do well, just not as well as me. <laughs> it's kind of true, isn't it? But uh, today I'm... I'm pretty much unstoppable today. I've had a weird day. In that uh, I've had a day where I imagine this is what normal people feel like. My mind has been quiet. My brain has given me a day off. Thanks, brain. Sound no dread, no anxiety. You know, no like existential dread. Um, no, no pondering like the imponderables. Like, why do I have to be trapped inside this head for the rest of my life? That's not fair. Am I going to get another life to get another go? Um, I, was, I was conditioned by video games at a young age to always have more lives. You can die on this bit in Mario, but you'll get, you get five lives. And if you get a mushroom, no, not a mushroom, Ray, because that makes you go bigger. What did, you, what did you have to get in Mario to get a goddamn life? Was it just coins? No, it was a green mushroom, wasn't it? For a one-up. And uh, you'd always get more lives, wouldn't you? So it didn't matter if little Mario died or whatever. Although I'm sure I did read like a fan theory before that either he doesn't die, he just goes off to another alternate universe. And maybe that's what happens to all of us. Or it might have been when he goes down the green pipes... He goes to an alternate universe. It's not the same Mario. That Mario died in the pipes and another one came out the other end of the pipe. Strange fan theory, that. Strange fan theory. But I give it a lot of credence. Yeah, I've had quite a normal day today. I wasn't even going to do a podcast because I, just, I didn't feel the need to. I didn't have anything to say. I've just had a nice, quiet, productive day at work. I've plodded on. I've quite enjoyed myself. I've been relaxed. Um, I haven't done. I have. A, I think I have a little touch of it. OCD, where I'm like constantly checking what's in my pockets. It must take up about fifty percent of my time, and it drives me up the fucking wall. The day I haven't even done that. Like I say, my brain has just said, "Have the day off, Ray. Go on, you deserve it." Uh, so that's sound, <laughs> but it, it does mean I haven't actually got anything to say. <laughs> Not that I haven't usually anyway, but I will tell you, I'll give you a couple of little stories or examples or whatever, things that happened on holiday. I'll talk about my holiday uh, a little bit more. So as you know, I was, uh, you know, I'm reluctant to talk about this comedy and all that kind of stuff, but I did feel like it was a big fat elephant in the room. And there was, because we were in Thailand. It's the national animal. They call it Chang. Yeah, I think, I'm sure they do, because I went to a, yeah, definitely Chang, because the, the beer has a big picture of a big elephant on it. And uh, I know some people also call cocaine Chang, don't they? 
but I don't know the, the link to elephants on that one. Maybe do they have big trunks and they can sniff loads of coke if they wanted to? Tell you what, they'd sniff you under the table, kid. Right, um, yeah, where am I? Oh, yeah. So I said, listen, I know you're all down to hear some. We were on the balcony having a few drinks. I said, do you know what will make this night better? If I stand up and make everyone feel awkward. All right? So I'm going to get up and I'm doing a five-minute set. And next, uh, I'd had a few drinks. I don't usually perform drunk. And maybe I was a little bit out of practice as well because my memory's not very good. As soon as I'd, uh, you know, even though I'd learnt it a couple of weeks before, I can't just pull it out my ass like, um, like a professional. So it was a bit of a ropey performance. And uh, the first joke got a good laugh. Um, then I knew I was losing him. And the father-in-law sat there politely. You know, I could see the... the the cogs wearing in his brain, like, is this the man that my daughter has married? This clown? Uh, this unfunny clown? <laughs> and uh, I did my five-minute set. He sat in stony face silence, and then he said, I said, what do you think? He said, I like Billy Connolly. <laughs> no, he didn't. He sounded, he laughed. He thought it was pretty good. He enjoyed it. And... Uh, yeah, so that that was that was good. So, you know what I mean. And then, like I say, about a week later, when uh, I was all being all miserable and all that, uh, the last thing, I, you know, it'd have been absolutely mental, wouldn't it? If I was like, right, I'm all miserable, but I'm going to subject you to some more stand-up comedy. <laughs> I had loads of material actually. I should have done five minutes every night, but it's it sounds uh, it's a bit mad, isn't it, to just gather people around and say, right, everybody, listen to me for five minutes. You know, there is an awkward, there's an awkwardness to it. Whereas what I should have done, I should have said, right, I'm going in the, another room. I'm going inside the hotel room. Now, if anybody would like to follow me, yeah, and enter my, you know, impromptu comedy club, yeah, you can pay £5 to get in, right? Leave your sliders at the door and you can come in and watch some comedy. And how many of those people on that holiday do you think would have taken up that offer? Hmm? Not many. <laughs> uh, what else happened on holiday? Other things that make... Like the father-in-law, like I say, he's a lovely fella, really. Top fella, sound, you know. Um, very similar character-wise to my wife, I think. Yeah, they have very similar character traits. And actually, we on the, we did one of those like face apps... Where if you age my wife by 25 years and make her bald and a man, she looks exactly like a dad. So yeah, I'll be thinking about that at some point in the future, no doubt. Um, it's weird as well because a, a brother as well, they're all dead handsome as well, like, you know what I mean? I mean, come on. You know, what's that all about? So the son as well, he's super handsome. And uh, even, even to the point where he went to get his hair cut and the man who cut his hair said, can I take photos of you to put on my wall? <laughs> you know, he's one of them. And uh, so when you age him up, he looks exactly like his dad. But when I spend two weeks with these people, they all have the same mannerisms. You notice it. The little ticks, the verbal ticks, the facial expressions. So when I go over to, give my, to kiss my wife goodnight, 
I like recoil sometimes because it's like I'm kissing a brother or a father. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a bit strange spending time with them all at the same time. Anyway, so what else happened was the baby shit, it had been in the ocean and had a nappy on and the nappy became wet and then the baby decided to shit its pants. So the shit was like seeping out of the nappy. And my wife, because she's really nice in that way, she was holding the baby and said, oh, my arm stinks of shit. I'm going to go and wash my arm. And she gave me the baby. So, you know, it's one of them. If someone throws something at you, you've got to catch it, haven't you? Even if it's, you know, even if it stinks of shit, uh, especially if it's a baby. So I caught the baby and then my arm <laughs> stunk of shit. And then my T-shirt stunk of shit baby shit so we changed the baby and then I come out and it was a nice t-shirt but I told everyone you know my shirt I'm gonna have to go and buy a new shirt and wouldn't it be funny if I went and bought the worst shirt I can find off this street because this one stinks of shit so I did I went and bought a terrible shirt and I got ripped off I paid 200 baht which is about a fiver and um I just put the shirt that stunk of shit. I washed it in the sink a little bit with a bit of soap. And then I hung it over a chair at the bar we were at. And then they were all like, everyone was like, well, where's that shirt? Uh, have you is this your shirt, Ray? And I went, yeah. And they went, it's it's had baby shit all over it, hasn't it? It stinks of shit. We do, do you want me to put it in the bin? And I was like, no, I want to keep the baby shit shirt. I've washed it in the sink a little bit. It'll wash out. It's a nice shirt. That I'm not going to throw that away. Um, yeah. So where do you stand on that? If you, if you shat your pants, would you keep those boxer shorts? I don't think I would. Or knickers. If you shat all down your jeans and your jeans were sopped and soaked and wet with diarrhea, would you keep those jeans? I think I would. I think I would. Um, so yeah, let me know anyway. Bye.